0: The touchdown catch, 14 yards, and the Bears hit pay dirt on their first drive of the day.
1: The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Codewell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marine Land Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers. 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
0: And off to Tay McWilliams. Has a hole on the left side to the 10 to the 5. That is a touchdown, Tay McWilliams.
1: Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Well guys, first three games, the Bears have done exactly what they needed to do. They got wins over teams, they were favored. The last two weeks, they played really well, performed, put the games away, had to t- wait till the second half today. Next week, they get a ranked team for the first time this year in Iowa State. At home, hopefully it's a huge crowd sold out, gold out, as John said. That'll be a huge game for the Bears.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to that. But the Bears have done what you would hope they would do in the first three games of the year. Final seconds will click off here in Lawrence, Kansas the Bears have their 12th consecutive win in the series over the Jayhawks. Baylor wins it with a dominating second half today. Final score, Baylor 45, Kansas 7.
1: Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton.
0: cuts courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield from Saturday's 45-3 win by the Bears over the Kansas Jayhawks. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Talk about that. Talk about the Big 12 weekend as a whole. Let you listen in to the Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. We've got all that coming up in the hour. And we're glad you're with us here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio. And Aaron and I uh, just in the break talking about Baylor's performance. Uh, a, uh, a You would say a dominating win by the Bears, even though it was 14-7 to at halftime. Baylor had really dominated statistically, but just had a seven-point lead. But in the second half, Aaron, Outscored uh, Kansas uh, 31 to nothing on their way to the win. Uh, Gave up only 166 total yards of offense to Kansas, uh, giving up just now 14 points over the last two games. And yes, I know given the competition, so factor that in. But still, uh, this team is doing some good things. And you look at the schedule; they should be three and zero, and they are three and
2: zero. Yeah, and uh, you. uh, Yeah, and. you know, you talk about the level of competition. Well, you you can only play who you're scheduled, and you've got to play up. You know, you can't play down to the level of your competition. Right, and right. they definitely didn't. You They did what they're supposed to do, and that's harder to do than, than most people realize. Yeah. You know, I mean, you saw all the good teams that struggled with, and I'm not going to say bad teams, but teams that they weren't expected to struggle with, uh, Baylor didn't struggle. They dominated the first half. It was close on the scoreboard, which you didn't like. But they came out in the second half and they just rolled over Kansas. Yeah. I mean, at the first two possessions were three and outs for Kansas and, touch, and uh, touchdowns for Baylor. Right. You can't ask for a better start. And that was it. I mean, that was ball game. It was it, it was a wrap after that. And that's that. A uh, goes to show you that the coaching staff did a great job of making adjustments at halftime and and that the team did too because part of the problem in the first half was some mistakes that they made especially penalties.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we talked to a couple guys after the game and and they both made the same point. Hey, we we knew what we weren't doing and we got in at halftime, we talked about it, and we went back out in the second half and did it. That's a good thing. Number one to know you know what needs to be corrected and then just go get it done.
2: Yeah, and uh, you you knew you had that they their offense and their best player on either side of the ball was their quarterback. Right. He had the one long run, which didn't go for a touchdown. It was about what? 35, 40 yards. Mm -hmm. And then he had one nice drive where he was on the money on every pass and got him into the end zone. And there was nothing after that. I mean, they completely shut him down. It was, it was nice to watch. And as you said, how many total yards?
0: 166.
2: Against. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Against anybody. That's good. Right. That's outstanding. I mean, that's 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 a great defensive game. Yep. And they turned the ball over, too. Right. You know, right. which Kansas hadn't done going into that game.
0: Yeah, just once. One fumble by Kansas but late. But and uh, Baylor had two turnovers. So, if you're really nitpicking, you know, Baylor lost the uh, turnover battle, which
2: uh, – And I'm sure he brought that up. I'm sure
0: he, he did. <laughs> that's a good coachable point because that is a huge area of emphasis with uh, Coach Aranda in this staff. But uh, the win, 45-3 to by the Bears over the Jayhawks, uh, pushes Baylor to 3-0, and 1-0 in Big 12 conference play. Uh, pretty much everybody else enters Big 12 play this week. Uh, I guess everybody except TCU, they play SMU this week. And who else? Kansas. Well, they've already they played a conference game, but they'll play at Duke this week. Everybody else in conference play. Uh, Baylor has 14th ranked Iowa State coming to town, Cyclones with a 48-3 to win on the road at UNLV, and uh, really looked impressive doing that. That was another team that did what they you know, should have done in bouncing back from the Iowa loss and winning at UNLV. So it'll be a fun week leading up to the uh, game on Saturday, Baylor and Iowa State, and uh, Cyclones, remember in the preseason, picked uh, second in the league behind only Oklahoma.
2: Yeah, this is, I mean, this is where you find out where your team's at. Mm-hmm. It, now, it doesn't define your season, but it really gives you an idea of where you stack up against, you know, the better opponents, as you said, you know, the start to the schedule wasn't the hardest in the in the right. country, uh, but they did what they were supposed to do, and they they won all of those. Uh, the last one they won easily. Um, I say easily, and you know what I mean by mm-hmm. that on the scoreboard. And then now you've got a good nationally ranked Iowa State team coming in for uh, the, your biggest game of the year. You get to really see where your team is at. And if you can win this game, it, it could be a special year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This, this one is uh, very much a swing game for this team. Most people won't – or Baylor won't be favored. Most people won't pick Baylor. But uh, playing Iowa State at home, uh, it's a real swing game. So this starts a stretch. Iowa State at home this week at Oklahoma State. On October 2nd, that game, by the way, is a uh, 6 o'clock game on ESPN2. Uh, then West Virginia at home on the 9th and BYU here on the 16th for homecoming. Then an open date after that. So it is uh, it is a gauntlet from here on out for, uh, for Baylor as they hit the meat of the Big 12 schedule.
2: Yeah, but I think that uh, going from before the season to now, I think you'd like Baylor's chances of winning a few of those games, oh, yeah. if not all right, of those games, right. a lot better than you did, yeah. you know, before the season because you just didn't know. I mean, That's last it. last year was such an anomaly, you know, with uh, it being Coach Aranza's first season and under the conditions, you know, with COVID. It's it, it's and this is not making excuses. It's just a fact. It's it's impossible to come in and and put everything in place as a new coaching staff with with all the restrictions that they had last year. Yeah. And you're seeing the results of them you know, being able to do all, some of the things that they couldn't do last year on the field already this year. Yeah,
0: very much so. And if we're feeling that, you know, the team is feeling that confidence also, I think that's big, the way the, the schedule laid out and the way they have played these first three games. So uh, you'll hear the Dave Aranda press conference coming up in just a few minutes. Also from the weekend, uh, Baylor Volleyball made quick work of McNeese State on Saturday. They won 3-0 in about uh, an hour and 15 minutes, so played very well there. Volleyball headed to Manhattan. They'll open Big 12 play at Kansas State this weekend. Not Friday, Saturday, but Saturday, Sunday for Ryan McGuire and Baylor Volleyball. Baylor soccer, interesting game yesterday. Did you notice they played San Francisco? It ended in a 1-1 draw, and they called the game uh, in the 71st minute in the second half uh, with a heat advisory. Um, A little bit unusual, very unusual, really, to call the game and ends in a 1 1 draw. Uh, I I learned today there was a San Francisco player that had to be treated for heat exhaustion at at a local hospital. So it was, you know, it was hot. They played at noon yesterday, but really unusual that they go to the extreme of, of calling the match before it's over.
2: Right. That's, yeah, I've, I've never heard of that happening, yeah, but obviously, yeah. you know, with, with, with one of the players, you know, having to get medical attention, that probably factored into it, I'm sure. sure.
0: I'm sure it did, yeah. So we'll have Paul Jobson on with us tomorrow, get uh, his side of all of that uh, as Baylor Soccer uh, gets the draw against San Francisco. They open Big 12 play this week as well. They play at Oklahoma State on Thursday, they play at TCU on Sunday. And uh, that's it. That's a look back, a snapshot of the weekend in Baylor athletics. Let's take our first break here and be back with more in just a moment. Uh, really cool story, Aaron. I don't know if you noticed this in the Reds game yesterday. I was tuned in to the Reds and the Dodgers yesterday afternoon. A really cool thing happened that really makes you feel good about professional athletes. It's one of those really feel-good stories. Share that with you when we come back. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studios. were brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive.
3: Where Waco gets engaged.
4: This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com.
5: This is a Fox 44 weather update, I'm meteorologist
2: Hailey Fitzpatrick. One more day of some very hot weather with highs today expected to reach 100 degrees ahead of a cold front moving through tomorrow afternoon that will bring much cooler and drier conditions to the area for the rest of the work week. Some hit or miss showers may try to sprout ahead of the front tomorrow, but I highly doubt
1: we'll
6: see a lot of rain due to the lack of moisture in the air. Make sure to join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5, 30, 6 and 9 for your forecasts first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather.
1: It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco.
0: Join us Wednesday and hear from new track and field coach Michael Ford and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's Wednesday at the new time, 7 to 8 p.m., live from Rudy's.
1: The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday here on ESPN Central Texas.
2: Hey, Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world-famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just want a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco.
5: When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the First National Bank of Central Texas, where you'll know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning no matter the game. That's the First National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Your life. Your hopes, your passions, these things are none of our business. Your baby monitor research, if you're using too much diaper cream, and whatever you are searching for at 1.15 a.m., that's really none of our business. Because your life is private, and unlike other tech companies, we think your internet should be too. <laughs> Aw, how old are they? Oh, that's none of our business either. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplified. Last Chance Bar in Bellmead is under new ownership. This family-owned and operated establishment offers a small-town atmosphere with a rustic down-home feel. Open seven days a week, this hometown sports bar offers a variety of entertainment. Pool tournaments every Monday and Tuesday, karaoke every Thursday, and live music Saturdays. Located at 1200 New Dallas Highway in Bellmead. Only minutes from I-35 and a short drive from downtown Waco. With the coldest beer in town and some friendly faces, stop into Last Chance Bar for some good old Texas hospitality. For more information and upcoming events,
4: com slash join us. Search wake for complete listing.
0: John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio on this Monday. Brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Your friend in the car business on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Hey, Ram power days are going on now. Check out the new 2021 Ram 1500 quad cab Lone Star. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. Ram trucks are engineered to bring confidence under the toughest road conditions. With impressive towing capacity, payloads, and load stability, they also offer comfort levels that exceed the demands of daily driving. Go see Ted Teague and the crew at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, also on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Get you to the uh, Dave Aranda press conference coming up uh, our next segment. But, uh, Aaron, I saw this yesterday. I didn't actually – I was listening to the game and heard him talk about it but didn't see it until I saw the video today. So, the Reds were playing the Dodgers yesterday. Reds are digging themselves a hole they can't get out of. They're three games back in the chase for the second wild card spot, and they're behind the Cardinals by three games now. Dodgers are now game within a game of San Francisco. They're, you know, they've got the number one wild card spot locked up and fighting for the uh, – Uh, division title and they beat the Reds two out of three this weekend but this was a really cool deal yesterday again that um, shows uh, the heart of professional athletes some of them Um, TJ Friedel is a rookie with the Reds just called up played made his major league debut on Saturday won at bat popped up came in on Sunday and hit a home run so his first major league hit was a home run that came on Sunday and as the ball left the ballpark, this is in Cincinnati, uh, Mookie Betts playing in the outfield for the Dodgers, made eye contact with the guy, the Reds fan, that caught the ball and said, hey, give me that ball. He was motioning, hey, give me that ball. And he says, I'll, I'll, something, I'll, I'll make it good for you. I'll, I'll make it up to you. I'll take care of you, whatever. I'll take care yeah. of you, yeah, yeah, something like that. So sure enough, the fan tosses Mookie Betts the, uh, the baseball, and Betts then tosses it into a Delano DeShields, senior, who's the first base coach for the Reds, to give it to T.J. Friedel. I mean, that's a huge deal to get your, get the ball back from your first major league hit, and it's a home run. Absolutely. So, Mookie Betts does that, and the guy in the outfield is thinking, all right, he said he'd take care of me. What does that mean? You know, he thinks he'll you know give him another ball or something. Well, they go in for the half inning. They come back out. Mookie Betts has an autographed bat. That he hands up into the stands to this guy, one of his bats that mm-hmm. he autographed, and he gives him a bat, and he said you know, and just says, "Hey, thanks for doing this. Uh, we we all appreciate that." That is Isn't really that really cool. cool. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, really both cool.
2: parts of it—looking out for your rookie teammate. Yeah, and, no, and, and his teammate was the Reds. Oh, oh Reds guys. So oh, well, yeah. On I mean, the other team. Right. Yeah. Uh, look. Wow! Yeah, it would, it
0: would. I mean, it would be understandable if that was one of your teammates, right? But you know, somebody a rookie on the other team that Mookie Betts went to that extreme to get that baseball for him,
2: and then like he like he promised to do, taking care of the yeah. fan, autographed that. That's pretty cool. Isn't
0: that a great story? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i a Mookie Betts fan, man, <laughs> after something like that. Yeah, me too. I, I love hearing stories like that. And he, and he signed the bat. There's a picture of it on a story I read. You know, he, he autographed the bat, and he put Romans 8.13 on there also. So I am a real Mookie Betts fan after uh, after all that. And he said, he was asked about it post-game. He said, no, I didn't do it. You know, I didn't do it for the cameras. I didn't do it for anybody to notice, really. I just wanted TJ to get that baseball. He uh, he knew that he wanted that baseball, of his first major league hit so fun to see and a great great story here as we go down the uh, home stretch in major league baseball all right let's take a break when we come back let you listen in to the dave aranda press conference from earlier today coach aranda and the bears three and oh on the season they are hosting two and one iowa state This Saturday, 2.30 at McLean Stadium. It is a gold out at McLean Stadium. We'll keep telling you and reminding you about that all week long. Hopeful of uh, golding out the stadium on Saturday for Baylor and Iowa State.
2: I think McLean's going to be rocking. I think
0: it will be, too. I think it will be really, really cool. Fox TV in town, national TV broadcast. So, I think it's going to be a great week leading up to it and a great game on Saturday. Let you listen to Coach Aranda's press conference. When we come back, John Morris, Aaron Sexton, here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Bears and the Iowa State Cyclones this Saturday from McLean Stadium. And our coverage of Baylor football begins with Game Day Live Saturday morning at 1030, live from Touchdown Alley, right here on ESPN Central Texas.
1: Game Day Live
0: is presented by
1: the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Barnett Contractor, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Common Grounds, NeighborWorks Waco, Oakley's Rustic Grill, Oakley's Shet and Shack, Steckler Wayne Cochran Cherry Law
0: Firm, Baylor Game Day Live is also brought to you in part by TFMB your bank for life, Total Office Solutions, Old Chicago, Hurley Benefit Services,
1: Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, Walk-On Sports Bistro, Maya Fuels, and Central National Bank. It's the Bears and the Cyclones,
5: and it's this Saturday morning at 1030 on ESPN Central Texas.
0: boating center crest pontoons and mercury marine believes no matter how you boat the water unites us all crest pontoons offer a level of quality safety style and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry mercury outboards are durable reliable and powerful whether you're fishing pulling a tube or just getting away from it all to relax Marineland boating center has the perfect model for you take time to live the pontoon life and experience the crest standard of excellence powered by mercury at Marineland boating center in waco making memories since 1983
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weintra with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Baylor moves to 3-0 after beating Kansas 45-7 on Saturday. The Bears get ready to host number 14 Iowa State this Saturday at 2-30. Three teams in the Big 12 in the top 25. Oklahoma drops to number 4. Iowa State stays at number 14 and Kansas State enters at number 25. UMHB rolls on Saturday beating Southwestern fifty-four 54-3. The crew is now at number 2 in the nation in a 3 football poll. After North Central Illinois took the top spot. Greg Zerline hit a 56-yard field goal as time expired, and the Cowboys got past the Chargers 20-17 to move to 1-1. Cowboys' home opener next Monday night versus the Eagles. Rangers lose the weekend series to the White Sox. Now Texas hits the road to face the Yankees. 6-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Snap and the hold and the kick by Hankins is good from 48 yards out. A new career high by the freshman Isaiah Hankins. A 48-yard field goal comes with 336 to play in the fourth quarter. Bears increase their lead over the Jayhawks to 45-7.
1: Now back to today's JMO radio show from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris.
0: Back with us, highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield, John Morris show brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. A reminder, the Baylor Club will be opening on Tuesday nights starting on October 5th. For, uh, for a good while, they've been open for breakfast and lunch on Tuesdays. Now for dinner as well, beginning on Tuesdays on October 5th. So uh, that is one of the changes on the horizon for the Baylor Club. You can get their entire schedule online at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. And you can also give them a call at 254-710-8080. Big week ahead for the Baylor Club with Friday Night Live, the uh, tailgate on Saturday, and then the Bears' victory brunch on Sundays, as is the uh, case around every Baylor home football game. All right, I want to get you to the uh, Dave Aranda press conference from earlier today. Coach Aranda and the Bears off to a 3-0 start, hosting 14th-ranked Iowa State this Saturday afternoon at
3: 2.30. Okay, it's good to see you guys. It's, um, this is going to be a fun week. you know, And reviewing just last week and all the prep that went into the game and seeing the team continue to believe and connect and grow It's a good thing. A lot of respect for Coach Campbell. A lot of respect for Iowa State. I'm looking forward to the challenge. I know our coaches um, are continuing to push and really emphasize the me versus me. So competing against our standard, pushing the standard, being accountable to our standard, is going to be a main theme moving forward. Any questions you guys have?
2: Dave, considering how well you guys have played the first three games, you feel like you are, you are ready to play a top 25-level team?
3: I wouldn't really put it in those terms. I would think of um, – I look at just getting better every day. I look at the, um, the confidence and just the growth and just in our guys um, on and off the field. You know, I could go back to um, – To January and say that, you know, we want to be a team that's led by the offensive line. And I think in whatever room I would be in, right, I can see the looks on people's faces when I would say that. And now you can say that and you can see the looks on people's faces, right? And so I think, um, you know, there's a a belief and confidence that's got to come before, um, and then there's a different belief and confidence that comes after. And I feel um, us as coaches continuing to push, the leadership council continuing to push, and um, really focus. You know, our, The standard is what is our best, like the best we've ever done. Let's do that again and again and stack it day after day after day. So that's really the challenge.
4: Dave, there was a moment on Saturday where you could see you firing the guys up in the huddle on the sidelines, pushing some guys, and they were jumping around. What was your message to the team, and why then?
3: Well, I, I, the the previous, I think it was the second. It was the home game. I think I got head butted. I had a bit of a. Um, I was fearful. I was gonna have a black eye. So I think I was kind of doing it from a distance this time. So you learn as you go. But I think um, you know to have the to have that time and to and encourage guys and then really just get the juice of guys going. You know, the timeouts sort are of a thing. So like you're. They're ready to go, and there's three minutes or two and a half, two and a half minutes that you have to be able to use up. And so the coaching can take take place for 40 seconds or so, like, hey, remember this? this, is what they did last time. And then after that, it's like, let's get it going. So it's fun to be able to jump into that. I think there's some colorful uh, characters in that group.
4: David, uh, with the offensive line, has that been a collective effort, or has there been one difference? What's been the key for that group?
3: I think uh, belief, leadership. I think simple can be sophisticated. I think the focus on being really good at wide zone, and um, you know, not it's not so much what we do, but it's how we do it and the detail that goes into it, and the teaching that goes into it, um, and then you know the connection piece with the coaches and players that you know that my coach really cares for me. He knows who I am outside of what I do as a player. And that drives what I do as a player. I think all of that is happening right now.
4: Dave, uh, you guys had a couple more fourth down conversions in this game, uh, you know, six out of seven on the year. You talked a little bit about it last week, about, you know, how that opens up the playbook when you kind of think of third down as two downs. Mm-hmm. Does it also give your team a psychological boost when when you do go for it and you and you convert?
3: Yeah and it, it could happen the other way too I think you know a true test of a defense is when you're you've not quite hit the 50 and you go for it on fourth down and you don't get it right is um your readiness and your your alertness and readiness on the sideline and then how you take the field in that in that case I think how you take it will say a whole lot about how you you're coming off the field you know and so I think the mindset that goes into that, and we talk about you know team, unit, me, like that would be a great illustration of just team up front. It's like I got your back, man. Let's you be aggressive. Let's go. If it don't go, I got you. And so um, we talk about that quite a bit. And so I think there's that on one side, on the other side, it is the ability. I think there's a couple of those four down fourth down conversions throughout the year, whereas early in the game. You know, we're, we're in a drive, and it kind of stalls. And, you know, if it was last year or previous or whatever, we would punt, and then who knows what happens. And we convert. We end up scoring, and then there's a confidence that comes with that, and you take off from there. So it's it's an important mental, mental, uh, mental piece. And
0: the defense is doing some things that haven't been done in a while, yardage-wise. Uh, are, are they playing at a level you'd like them to be at right
3: I think they're improving. I think there's a fair amount of playmakers there. I think the ability to play within the scheme and to play together, I think, is real critical. I, you know, When you talk about, in my mind, so defense and offense, I think offense, we were just talking earlier about maybe not a lot of confidence, maybe the, you know the ability to kind of build it up. And man, I see you, right? I see what you're capable of, right? Let me give you the tools. Trust me, together we can get there. And then I think on defense where there's there's an element of like, um, you know, I can do this by myself. I've, I've had to do this by myself, right? Um, you know, all this is good. Let me at it. And it's and it's it's softening up some of those harder edges and getting them a part of a team where you're playing within the scheme, right? And you're not trying to do too much. You're not trying to, to go above and beyond kind of what's required. I mean, you know, do your job and let the play come to you. I think those – so there's – there's different fights on different levels, and so that's the fight on defense. And I think there is a um, progress made with that um, in this last one. I think this game coming up is going to be a big, a big factor. Um, how we play the game within the game of of um, alignment, assignment, technique.
2: What's your assessment of Iowa State offensively, defensively, special teams? It's
3: great identity. Um, there's. You know, they make no, there's no mistake on who they are and who they want to be. I think they play really hard. I think they're very physical. Um, a lot of respect for their coaches, um, for for who they are and what they do, and um, you know, a physical team. It jumps off the screen when you watch it, right? Um, physical, big. You know, in some ways, it's going to be. This is going to be an old school uh, matchup. So, love old school matchups.
2: Dave, what do you see from the purdy Brees Hall that combination?
3: Yeah, I think um, you know um, they, they've they've been productive, and I think um, you know with with Purdy, it's going to be his ability to make plays when there's nothing there. We've used his. We've used some Iowa State examples in the past to show the execution of scramble rules. Um, They do a great job. I think, you know, when things are not there, he's able to maneuver in the pocket, and receivers that are maybe running a a a shallow or a drag see it and then dart off, Um, and he's able to capture them with with linebackers and underneath defenders looking at the QB, and they're not staying matched on on tight ends or receivers and. That has been kind of a calling card for him. I think his ability to scramble and and fake pump guys and just all of it that goes with it, I think, is is a legitimate uh, concern. And then I think with running back, you know, just great patience, Um, physicality. I think they're they're a wide zone team. Somewhere, you know, there's there's some strong similarity in in both offenses, us and ours and theirs. And um, he's got great patience. He can set stuff up and then accelerate quickly. So he's, you know, the, he can carry a team.
4: Dave, on, on uh, Apu, he missed the game, came back. Where is he
0: physically as far as his conditioning? And sometimes people see him, they expect him to make a ton of plays, but he's also possibly taking people up. Right. Where, where is he right
3: now? Uh, improving. I think conditioning, there's still room to improve. Um, I think you know, Chidi has come a long ways. He's one. He's a guy that's um, really put in a lot of effort and worked hard, and I think he's earned uh, playing time. And so there was some there's some playing time with him, partly because of what he's earned, and partly because you know rotation there right now best serves us. Um, but then I also think with Apu, I think um, you know his ability to play bump combos. So say it's an – offense is running inside zones so as a defender I'm getting hands on a center and then the guard is going to from from an adjacent side is going to work to bump me right and so it, it's a downhill block for a downhill run that follows I think um, our offense is a wide zone obviously we don't really rep that we don't play that everything's going this way you know and so I think at times Oppo can kind of get in a track stance and his best version of that and get vertical and blow stuff up whereas when there's when stuff's coming downhill at you you've got to play with with hands and a base and technique and all of it and so i think um coming to grips with that coming to grips with um, um low pad level and just fundamental things play after play after play and like we talked about earlier playing within the scheme playing within the the confines of what we're asking I think he will continue to have success and, and see more time.
6: What progress have you seen out of uh, Gary Bohan? And obviously, three themes in as you are heading into Iowa State, uh, the toughest opponent that you've all have played with yet.
3: Um, you know, Gary's confidence, Gary's um, poise. I think um, you know his calm um, makes me calm. You know, and so I think when you see him in there and. You know, the pocket's clean um, or the pocket's not clean. He looks the same, you know, and handles all of that. I think it's a good – it's kind of a good illustration, I think, for how you'd like for all of us to kind of go through stuff, right? He's able to kind of take it for what it is and not get too high or get too low and just be about the business. And I think our guys take confidence from that when they see that. Gary's
4: calm makes you more calm. Yeah, there's still ways to go, yeah.
3: I, just was so, I didn't know you could get more calls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: Dave, when defending a guy like Brees Hall, how important is it to, to control him at the point of attack and not allow him to regularly get to the second, third level of your defense?
3: Yeah, edges are way important, I think. Uh, wide zone team, you know, they he wants to cut the ball back. You know, he's going to be on tracks, and they want you running so that um, – they can push you by and then they can cut it up. And so, and then they've got the receivers do a good job of blocking. So, like, you know, this type of run, run, um, you know, the um, path by the receivers off a run action could be a run or it could be, you know, a deep pass. And it's going to look the same initially. Some of the same problems that our offense presents, you know. And so, um, where you start with that is edges. Right, and then you want—we were talking about Alpu. You want push in the middle, and then um, you want downhill linebackers. And so, defensively for them, they do a great job of that, right? And you're talking about with their um, their U player or their, um, you know, their their guy in the middle and their linebackers at three and a half, kind of getting vertical. And so, I think for us, it's going to be in our own way a similar challenge, and um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna accept it and do it.
2: uh, Xavier,
6: Xavier Newman is a guy who came back for his fifth year. He's played a lot of positions on the line. How valuable has he been?
3: I love Zay. You know, I mean, he's inspiring to me. And so just, you know, however, whatever number, O-line coach, right, um, you know, I think for him to um, open his heart, right, and not, You know, it's easy, I think, when there's change and stuff to go, you know what, I'm just going to be all about the ball. I'm just going to be all about football. And, um, you know, I'm not really going to hear this dude. I'm just going to do what I need to do. And I think, you know, most folks would probably be inclined to do that. And um, Zay's a special guy, man, so great leader. Guys love him. He's playing his best football right now. Coach, what do you expect out of the atmosphere on Saturday? first top 25 game in uh, McLean? Way excited. Yeah, way excited. I think it's going to be a big advantage for us. And I know, you know, our, our staff and I know our players are excited about that as well. And so looking forward to putting our best product out there, you know, but for the fan involvement and the crowd getting, you know, it's, you know, one thing that's very apparent just this early into the season is that home field advantage is back to being an advantage. And so look look totally forward to taking advantage of that.
5: Day three games, three fumbles. Is ball security something you're kind of concerned about going into this week? And maybe what are some things you're doing to, to rectify that?
3: No, I appreciate it. Yeah, very much so. I think the ability to play clean. You know, and, and again, this goes back. This is one of the things I um, totally respect with Iowa State is that whether it's penalty-wise and, you know, I know they had a game – Uh, Two weeks ago, where they were fighting it some too, but the ability to not um, uh, turn the ball over I think is critical. So, you know, no penalties, no turnovers, don't beat yourself. When I think of that, I think of Iowa State. Um, So, we're making strides in that way. We're continuing to stress it and make a point of it. I think, you know, we start um, our individual periods with either getting the ball out on defense or protecting the ball on offense, you know. Wednesday is uh, turnover Wednesday for the defense and no turnover Wednesday for the offense, and we can we continue to work um, the creating and not allowing turnovers on all the days, right? But make it a big factor on Wednesday. So we have to get better in that area. Dave,
4: did you see a light go on with Matt Jones in the spring, or how did he take that next step? Maybe.
3: Yeah, you could see just um, you know Matt is someone where I think football is a language he understands. And so I think football comes easy to him. And so for him to kind of, and we still haven't to a degree, um, settled him down in one position, um, at least we've kind of narrowed it down to two. It was been, it's been more than that. But I think the ability to narrow that down and to get him focused on, hey, here's the key things. Here's the main points. He can be as good as he wants to be. He's, he's His instinct. Um, is very strong and so I think and his his care factor is there and so excited for him.
7: How Presley and Monterey Baldwin have both worked their way into the start of the Uh 2-D as true freshmen. What did they do to earn that?
3: I think they've shown maturity and we keep challenging them to show more. They'd be on and off the field so maturity with You know, how they handle their day-to-day with class and integrity, um, maturity with how how they handle their academics, you know, attendance and and, um, uh, performance. And I think, you know, getting that part right drives the the on-the-field part right to where, um, you know, they can study their playbook. They can be accountable for the little things that we're asking them to do. And I think to this point, they've been able to do that. And so, I th- you know, we're entering, as far as, you know, in a freshman's world, we're entering the grind, you know, of when um, we're doing this week over and over and over and over again. And so the ability to um, get better in that and to push themselves in that and not be a slave of that, I think is going to really be key for them.
6: With the expansion- and obviously at the Big 12, like, it's it's actually happening. Has there been more of a buzz from your recruits or any guys that you have on campus that, you know, knowing how strong the conference is and that you guys are at
3: not, not to this point. I think, um, you know, and I am excited about the additions. And, um, you know, when they when it was nice to have a 2.30 game because you could watch some of them play, you know, and keep up with them. And, you um, And so there is that piece. I think as far as like recruit-wise, they're really kind of looking at, you know, what is this going to be? You know, this guy and this team and all that, what's this going to become? And so I think that's the main piece there. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the additions. I think it makes the conference strong.
0: That is the Dave Aranda Press Conference from earlier today. It's uh, it's archived online. It's on YouTube. It's on BaylorBears.com if you want to go see any or all of that again. Baylor and Iowa State comes up Saturday, 2.30 kickoff at McLean Stadium. It's a gold out, Aaron. Got to find you something gold to wear, even though you'll be here. I'm trying to think.
2: <laughs> you, uh, I do you know, you I wear them so much that uh-huh. I kind of cycle through Baylor T-shirts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You have I, a solid gold one? I or do or not. That's what I was thinking. Win. I've got one gray and four or five... Green, Okay. But I don't have a gold one, all so right. I'll have to get one.
0: Let me work on that for you. See if I can find oh, you Oh, hey, one. there you go. Between now and Saturday. So uh, all right. Folks, plan your wardrobe for Saturday. Uh, gold out in McLean Stadium. All right. Uh, take a bre- uh, final break. Be back to wrap things up. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Marineland Boating Center. Crest pontoons and Mercury Marine believe no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest pontoons offer a level of quality, style, safety, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the crest standard of excellence powered by Mercury at uh, Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983 recently on the Matt Mosley show.
7: It is Mac Rhodes, the director of athletics. When people go through adversity together, I think it can bring them them closer together and I really think that's that's happened for the eight of us and then just excited for the four that uh, will be joining the, 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 the conference and um, I, I, I think there's a, a special opportunity for, for the Big Twelve to, to be better
1: than it's ever been before. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on
0: ESPN Central Texas. The best prices on new or used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. A large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson. Canet, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions, but not rush you through the shopping experience. Ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803.
2: Thank you. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com.
0: walking into a gym can be very intimidating and uncomfortable mobile muscle can help the importance of your health is something you can't put a price on god is giving you the opportunity to start fresh life is busy and times are different with my workout program i customize a plan that will work specifically for you and come to you no gym membership wasted no workout equipment needed no excuses i'm matt cunningham and i'm mobile muscle give me a call or text today and let's kickstart
1: this year off the right way 254-716-5174
7: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Baylor moves to 3 0 after beating Kansas 45 7 on Saturday. The Bears get ready to host number 14 Iowa State this Saturday at 2 30. Three teams in the Big 12 in the top 25. Oklahoma drops to number 4. Iowa State stays at number 14. And Kansas State enters at number 25. UMHB rolls on Saturday, beating Southwestern 54 3. The crew is now at number 2 in the nation in a D3 football poll after North Central Illinois took the top spot. Greg Zerline hit a 56-yard field goal as time expired and the Cowboys got past the Chargers 20 to 17 to move to 1-1. Cowboys home opener next Monday night versus the Eagles. Rangers lose the weekend series to the White Sox. Now Texas hits the road to face the Yankees 6-05 first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas.
0: with this final segment john morris show on this monday do appreciate you being with us from the Allen samuels studios john morris aaron sexton gonna hand things over to uh matt mosley coming up top of the hour mosley uh will give us his thoughts on the baylor win over kansas no question and the cowboys aaron with a uh, big win over the chargers yesterday that was uh exciting finish there
2: it was um i uh wasn't trying to be negative, but man, I just with the clock management, yeah. I could just see that field goal going wide right <laughs> or wide left, you know. But he nailed it. Yeah, he did right down the middle. It wasn't a question of 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 whether it was accurate. It was uh, as uh, Jim Nance said, "Is it going to be long enough?" Yeah. And as you said, it would have been good from probably 60 at least. It would. I mean, yeah. he he drilled that ball right down the middle with plenty to spare.
0: Yeah. So uh, all that talk and more coming up with Matt Mosley. More following that with game time. Tom Barfield, Ward White's, and Aaron here from 4 to 5.30 today. And then the uh, Rangers on the air at 5.30 this afternoon. So keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Mentioned some birthdays today. Uh, let's see, Teresa Van Zyl's birthday, former Baylor uh, women's tennis player. Happy birthday to Teresa. Uh, it's Bill Brown's birthday, Bill. Did uh, many years uh, doing Houston Astros television games. Before that, he did Reds games in Cincinnati. So Bill is uh, enjoying the retired life and good for him. Happy birthday to Bill. Uh, Jen Buttonshone's birthday. That's Craig Harper's daughter up in the Metroplex. Happy birthday to Jen today. Uh, who else looking at the list here? Jose Gant, the media ant, works at WFAA TV in Dallas. Happy birthday to Jose, hardest working man in television. Tim Jackson's birthday is today. Tim, former Baylor baseball player, uh, now with the Round Rock Express. Happy birthday to him. And let me go back to uh, yesterday and say happy birthday a day late to Carolyn Mushka, retired from Baylor Career uh, Services. Carolyn up in West. Happy birthday to Carolyn Mushka from yesterday. All right, uh, anybody to add to the list, Aaron?
2: Just one today. They're George R. R. Martin, the uh, author of Game of Thrones and those books, uh, and obviously the inspiration behind the uh, very, very well, actually great HBO series. Uh, last season notwithstanding, yeah. uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> he is uh, seventy three today. And seeing a picture of him reminded me of a a conversation we have a lot of times when we're doing birthdays. You know, people are like, I'll say so-and-so is turning 70 and we'll be amazed at how Uh they look, you uh know. And this is not a shot at George Martin. Uh It's just that George Martin looks, you know. He looks 70? Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with, you know, he doesn't dye his hair Mm. and he's got a big, full, white beard, you know. I mean, he's not... He's not trying to look like a young guy, you know what I mean? (laughs) But uh, he turned 73, the author of Game of Thrones.
0: Very good. All right. There's some birthdays for you there. Happy birthday to those folks. If we missed you, we do apologize. Reminds you, our uh, Baylor Coaches Show is back on Wednesday night. Remember the new time, 7 to 8 o'clock. We'll be live at Rudy's this week. Uh, Michael Ford will be with us, Baylor track and field coach. That'll be fun. And then Coach Dave Aranda, the second half hour. So come join us on Wednesday, live at Rudy's for the Baylor Coaches Show. And if you can't make it there, it'll be right here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, looking forward to the week, Baylor and Iowa State. And uh, it's going to be a big, uh, big day at McLean Stadium. Weather is turning. Do you see that? Like we're going to get fall arrive on the first day of fall on Wednesday. It's really going to drop. Have you you haven't seen that?
2: No. Oh, now, now I gotta, highs
0: in the eighties, like mid eighties, lows in the fifties. Wow. Later in the week. So right on cue, we're gonna get some fall weather this week.
2: Man, and I can't even I'm gonna have to actually go out shopping and get a new hoodie because <laughs> even if I did two day shipping with, yeah. with the unnamed company that does that, <laughs> I still wouldn't get it before the cold weather gets here. I, and something. to me, anything below sixty is cold. There you go. <laughs> I am a I guess that's warm nature. Or is that cold Um, nature? I always get those confused. Okay, I'm very cold natured. I keep my apartment uh, when it's really hot. I keep it about seventy three. But during during the winter, I keep my my uh, my apartment at about seventy six.
0: There you
2: go. I keep it nice and toasty in there. I'm not going to be cold.
0: Well, today is one, one more hot day. May touch 100 today. It's, uh, it's 99 right now in Waco, so may touch 100. But then after today, really cooling off. Uh, it's going to feel like fall beginning on Wednesday. All right, enjoy the weather. Thanks uh, for being with us today. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas.
7: Tom Barfield's just sitting there looking at his watch right now. Guys, I'm ready to take over.
1: The Bears back home at McLean Stadium this Saturday hosting the Iowa State Cyclones. 12-30 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. Two thirty kickoff with John, JJ, and Ricky.
0: He is in! Touchdown, Tristan Hebner!
1: Bears, Cyclones, this Saturday from McLean Stadium. Here on your home for Baylor Big 12 football. ESPN Central Texas.
6: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet Store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre. I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet Store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain. Stop by the Good Feet Store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet.
7: Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Hey, it's Matt Mosley. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texas families in the home buying process for 28 years. They're ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or a low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs to help you improve your credit score and get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Call 254-752-1647 or visit nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco helps families of all income levels open the door to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco, home ownership the right way.
6: Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver, even paint to match the original cover of your truck. All these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now, there are also some soft bed covers, but, you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacomotioncom covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. My house
0: has a new.
7: Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate, Universal or call 254-301-7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews.
5: I love my windows. Got that brand new home Universal Windows Direct.
4: Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let M&M Broadcasters bring you together. M&M has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally
6: fit arch supports at the Goodfeet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Goodfeet Arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day. Trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Goodfeet store, the fitting was all about me she brought out these two little arch supports tried them on walked around the store with them and immediately felt better it's amazing your day becomes better and the sun shines you know it's a good life see how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot knee hip and back pain stop by the